0: What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley, and you are tuned into another episode of The Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, from a near and dear friend of mine after some struggles, some triumphs, some tribulations that she has been going through... I was inspired to share this episode and what we're going to talk about today is the five steps to living the life that you love. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Nexus Podcast. Before I start this conversation, I have to just preface this with, these are five things that, in my opinion, are going to allow you to start living the life you love today. This list could be turned into 50 things, or 100 things, or 150 things, and it's not an all-inclusive list by any means, but these were the top five things that I thought you could benefit the most from by hearing. And so really where this is coming from is I've seen a lot of people go through some some deep, dark struggles recently, and in supporting them, I started wondering and asking myself the question is like, like how do we bring people back into the light? How do we 100% do this? And so one of the answers that came to me is like, what if we just allowed people to start living the life that they love? Regardless of what's going on today, currently, or what happened in your past, or what you're worried about is going to happen in your future, what if you just decided right now to start living the life that you love today? So these five things... I believe if you truly take them to heart can be fully implemented and absolutely 100% change your life. I can tell you that they did for me. Again, there are other things that I did along the way, but these are the top five, in my opinion, of how you can radically transform your life and start doing that right now today as soon as you are done listening to this podcast. So here's the first one. The first step or the first thing that you could do in order to start living a life that you love or increase the life that you love is to stop caring what anybody else thinks. And I think this has probably been the most difficult one for me to realize is like, we don't need to care what anybody else thinks, including our spouses, including our children, including our parents, grandparents, friends, mentors, whatever the case may be. One of the things that I've learned along the way in my life is that The people who are the ones who are discouraging you from doing the things that you want to do don't need to be in your life in the first place. So let me give you a couple examples from my experience. So many of you know that I used to be a high school English teacher. Well, here's the thing about being a high school English teacher is that 95% of the people who I told I wanted to go into teaching they scoffed at me and laughed. They're like, Oh, you want to be a teacher? That's going to be miserable. You get paid next to nothing. It's going to be terrible. But guess what? In my opinion, it was how we could change the world. It's like every kid that I influence, every kid that I could get to think for themselves just on a, just a little bit deeper level. To me, it had nothing to do with the money. It was a passion. It was a purpose thing for me. It was allowing to help humanity in my own small way. And did I change the entire world? Absolutely not. But did I change the world for some of my students that I still am in contact with regularly who say, if it weren't for you, I don't know where my life would be absolutely, and if it changes one person's life, then it's worth it, regardless of what anybody else thinks. So I had my parents, I had other teachers, I had friends, I had family, I had mentors saying like, "Dude, you're going to become a high school English teacher. You're an idiot. You know how hard it is to be a teacher. Do you know how miserable it is? Do you know how much little money you'll make?" And I knew all of these things, and yet still there was something burning within inside of me that I realized like, I don't care what any of these people think, and certainly I still cared, and certainly I had still had a little bit of fear. And then we fast forward a little bit. When I got out of teaching, because I realized there was a bigger way that I could make more impact on the world. And what I really realized is that even worse than teaching, when I told people I wanted to become a chiropractor, oh, you're going to be a quack. Oh, can you massage my back? Oh, you just fix backs. Like all of these things, oh, chiropractors aren't real doctors, stuff that I still hear today. Guess what? I could give two shits less what anybody thinks about me becoming a chiropractor because the people who sit in my office on a weekly or daily basis, guess what? Their lives have been radically transformed as a result. And maybe you were one of those people, and maybe you were one of those people who quit too early to even experience the benefit of it. And then you're gonna sit on the sidelines and you're gonna talk about how chiropractors are quacks, except for you don't understand any of the science. None of the Western medicine model understands any of the science in the first place of how chiropractic care actually works. Because it's not about neck pain, it's not about back pain. So anybody who thinks I'm a quack, anybody who thinks chiropractors are quacks, that's okay. I love you, I appreciate you, and you're 100% wrong. I'm glad to have a sit down and have a conversation about neurophysiology with you at any time and we'll show you how much of a quack I really am. So again, this goes into not caring what other people think because I think it's so important that we honor ourselves and honor what we're passionate about and not let people influence you negatively regardless of what you want to do with your life. So here's an interesting example of this is like I had some mentors who told me they're like, dude, do not move to California to start your practice. Like you want to live next to the ocean. That means that you can only pull clients from one side um, of your of the radius of your office and so they're like all these conversations like taxes are too expensive housing is too expensive insurance expensive but guess what if you create something of value for people regardless of what it is, whatever you're passionate about, people are going to show up because you love doing it and people love being around that energy. And for me, chiropractic care is the thing that I know has the power to transform the world. And my mission is to spread this and get as many people to understand that chiropractic care is the most important thing that you could do for the health of you, of your family members, of your kiddos, of your unborn kiddos, and anything in between. And so for me, I think the first step is just really not caring. And the less that I care what other people think I still care about people. I'm not saying that I don't care about people. What I'm saying though is that if people have a negative opinion of me, that's their problem, not my problem. I don't need to worry about it. That's something with them, not with me. And the same can be true for you if you start training your brain to do so. And so I'm saying this to encourage you that like if people are trying to say, oh, that's scary, maybe you shouldn't do that. Don't listen to them, listen to your heart. Trust yourself, follow your passion, follow your journey, follow what your vision of your life is gonna be. I guarantee you'll start to love your life more as you do that. I know I have, it's so interesting, like we've heard this quote a million times, it's kind of cliche where it's like, Um, once you do something that you're passionate about, you'll never work a day again in your life. And I refuse to call coming to my office to see clients work because I'm so passionate about what I do. Like this is just coming to the office for me and spending time with people who I love so, so much, who I treat as if they're my own family, who I try to spoil and shower with love and listen to them because this is what it's all about. And I know that that love and that light is going to change the world. And if it impacts one spouse or one kid or one wife or one husband, or one grandfather or grandmother or newborn baby, then my job has been done. And I can rest my head on the pillow at night, regardless of what anybody else thinks. So that's step one is stop caring what other people think. Step number two, do what you're passionate about. Now this gets into a very tricky conversation, a conversation I've actually had a lot over the course of the last couple of weeks is some people feel so lost that they don't even know what they're passionate about and they don't know where to begin. So I'll ask you a couple questions in order to get you there. So, whatever you think you're passionate about, this is my journey. I'll just share a quick little bit of it. When I started teaching in high school English, or when I decided that I wanted to become a high school English teacher, the thing that brought me into teaching high school English is because I realized that there's this thing called the hidden curriculum, and that hidden curriculum was keeping people from being successful. I noticed that I was a victim of the hidden curriculum. I wanted to be the assistant manager at the oil chain shop that I worked at. Not that there's anything wrong with that, except for I had bigger vision for my future. Except Except for I couldn't see it at the time, only my dad could see it at the time. And because I realized that I was a victim of the hidden curriculum myself, I wanted to change it. I wanted to allow other students and other people to expand their horizons and not be a victim of the system like I almost was. And so that passion of helping people, of helping students, of awakening people the way I was awakened... Carried over into chiropractic care as my brain was awakened through the chiropractic care that I was receiving. I started living a life that was even more on fire and more passionate. When I started doing this, things just fell into place. And so I realized that what I was doing when I was teaching is I was spending all my time looking at health, wellness, how people heal, how food heals the body, how the nervous system works, how chiropractic adjustments influence the nervous system. And I was doing all this research when I should have been grading papers, when I should have been focusing on my students. And I realized very quickly that, hey, the thing that you're actually passionate about is not teaching. It's about helping people. And there's a bigger way to help people. And the bigger way to help people was chiropractic care. And so I had to make a transition. But this all started because I realized that what I was passionate about was helping people. And I noticed, and this is the thing for you, if you feel like you're stuck or you're lost, the question for you is, what do you do when you do it all time disappears. Like literally, you don't even think about time. You don't realize how much time has gone by. And some people are like, well, there's nothing that I can think of that I do like that. Then my next question for you would be this, is do a survey with your closest friends. It can be relatives, it can be friends, husbands, wives, whatever it is. And ask them very simple question. What three things three skills, qualities, or traits, do you see that I am very, very good at that not many other people are? And what three skills, qualities, and traits do you see that I'm very, very poor at that other people may not see? Or that other people may not have. And when you answer those questions honestly, and you get the answers from other people and you get their answers honestly, then what you will realize is that you can start to go after something that has to do with those skills, traits that you are very, very good at. Because what we're looking at is your unique ability to add value and bring light into other people's lives. Then it's different for everyone. Some people are great at speaking. Some people are great at doing videos. Some people are great at dance. Some people are great at coding computer programs and apps. And there's all these different skills that people have. And we're all different. We're all chemically individually different. And so as we have this chemical individuality, the same is true with our skills. And once we start to highlight the skills and we start to realize that, hey, I have this unique set of values that people see in me, like use those and transfer it into something that you're actually passionate about and start spending your time doing it. And you'll notice more people will show up and want to listen to you. So do what you're passionate about. That's just the first couple steps. There's a lot more in that. This could be like a five hour long podcast. If I shared everything in, in order to figure out how you're, what you're passionate about, but that's a start. So first thing, What do you do that all time disappears? And then two, what are the three skills, qualities, traits that you're best at? And then what are the three skills, qualities, traits that you're worst at? And chase down those things that you're really, really good at and figure out what could you do to possibly transition if you're not in a place that you're happy. And this is the second step to living the life that you love. Step number three: realize that everything is a choice, and I think this is so so important. And I realized this a long time ago, and I didn't even know that I did until I started reading some like self help and learning and mental health books. And I realized that you know everything that happens to us is a choice. And so what I mean by this is like if somebody cuts me off in traffic and I get angry and I start cursing and then it creates a uh, argument with me and my wife, is like I actually created all of that stress and tension. I created the argument with my wife. Why? Because I chose to get angry. And what happens when you choose to get angry, when you choose to let your body's physiology, those stress hormones rule your brain, you have a very limited focus of the world and it will cause you to argue. I see this time and time again. And so for me, it's one of these things where like I have a choice at any given moment on how I feel, how I think, how I react, and I carry that over and I just try to shed love. Now, there is a time. There is a very distinct and important time when you should be shedding and using your dark energy and using it to empower and awaken people. However, it's not all the time. So understanding that everything is a choice. So if you're the person who's constantly walking around, you're grumpy, you're upset, you're mad, then it's a choice. You're choosing, you're waking up and choosing that every single day. And if you choose to do nothing, then that's a choice as well. So realize that if you're just floating down the river and you're not making any conscious decisions at all, that's a choice too. And if you're unhappy, that's also a choice. If you feel stuck, you choose to feel stuck. You could get yourself unstuck. You know exactly what you need to do. Every person knows exactly what they need to do to be unstuck. It's so interesting. There's all these gurus like Tony Robbins and there's the coaches and all the things. People already know exactly what Tony Robbins is gonna tell them to do except for we don't want to do it because most of us choose to be a victim instead of leading our lives and leading it with purpose and this is one of the ways to do it if you feel tired it's your choice you can totally transform your energy just getting a quick workout in can completely radically transform your physiology and wake you up and get more oxygen to your brain and make you feel great again but it's a choice to feel tired it's a choice to feel happy it's a choice to feel sad it's a choice to say oh, I have to go to the grocery store. It's such a dread to go to the grocery store instead of saying and choosing to say, oh, I'm so excited. I get to go to the grocery store. I'm so grateful that there's so many great fruits and vegetables and organic stuff that we eat that I can get all in one place and I don't have to go hunt it. I don't have to go gather it. Like it's a choice. Everything that you look at in life is literally a choice. So when you start to realize that everything is a choice, you can choose differently at any point in time. And so I think this is super important for me. It certainly has been uh, for lots of people that I take care of as well as that they, when they realize that everything we do, every thought we think, every action we take for the most part is a choice. You can start to radically transform your life and live a life that you love. Number four, and this one's a very important one as well. Number four, no one can save you. I just had a conversation. Conversation with another client about this is like you, many of us, myself included in the past was looking for the guru or the person who was going to walk and step into my life and save me and save me from my depression and save me from my unhappy relationship and save me from me being unhappy and unpassionate about teaching and save me from all of the things that I wanted to be saved from. But here's the thing, nobody can save you. Because everything is a choice. You get to choose to save yourself or not. No one's going to throw you a life raft. The life raft is for you to grab and throw to yourself. Literally, everybody's looking for another coach, another program, another mentor. Had a conversation with a friend today. He's like, "Hey, I really think this uh, this other person could help me bring in more clients into my office." And I'm like, "Dude, listen." Like don't outsource it to somebody else. Like you're just hoping for someone else to save you figure out how to do it on your own And yes, there's a time thing with this But what I really realize is that no one can save you Like if I want to change the course of action in my life If I want to change the way that i'm living my life or I want to see things differently in my life No one is to blame but me There's no one that's going to help me get there except for me Nobody's going to come in and save you. You have to be willing to save yourself And I think this is such an important thing Then you've heard this again another cliche But it's like what do they tell you when you're at the airport? They tell you hey I'm sorry, not when you're at the airport, when you're on the airplane. Put your life mask on first because if you don't put your mask on first to get oxygen, then you can't save other people. So you have to save you first and nobody's gonna save you. The flight attendant is not going to say, oh, I'm gonna wait to put on my mask and go help you real quick. That's not how it works. To get your oxygen, you gotta put your oxygen on you and you gotta do it first because guess what? You matter. You're important. You are worth it. I'm gonna say that one more time because I think it's crucial that you understand this concept. You Are worthy of everything that you want to happen in your life. Whatever it is, however much it costs, however big it is, however scary it is, you are worthy of it and you deserve it. But you got to go after it. Nobody's going to save you but yourself. So start saving yourself. You get to choose today. And then lastly, number five, say no way more than you say yes. Stop saying yes to everybody. And within this becomes this very important piece is that you just got to tell the truth. When someone says, hey, do you want to come to my Halloween party? And you say, oh, I might be there. What you're really saying is, no, I'm not going to make it. But you're lying. You're not telling them the truth. You're saying I might be there. But really what you mean is, no, I'm not going to be able to make it or no, I don't want to come. Start telling people no. For all the things in your life that you don't want to do, just say no to them. Like this concept of retirement of like one day, someday I'll get to quit doing the stuff that I love. No, stop do, or I've quit doing the stuff that I hate doing. Stop doing the stuff that you hate doing now. Start saying no to those things. Heather and I, my wife and I have made a set of rules where we say, absolutely, 100%, we will not do X, Y, and or Z if it doesn't fit within our values. And guess what? We live by that 100%. And sometimes we have to keep each other in check and say, babe, that's not within our values. Gotta say no to it, even though I know you want to. And we do this time and time and time and time again. So tell the truth. And then another piece of this is saying no. Say no to the toxic people in your life. You've heard this before, that you're the sum total of the five most important people that you have in your life right now. Well, I'm going to tell you what if you have toxic people in your life, they're pulling you down Get rid of them cut them. Yes, it's difficult But i'm going to go back to step number one when I say this is that stop caring what anyone else thinks because those people Will look back one day and they'll realize that they made a big mistake when you start living in your passion Your power and your purpose because guess what ultimately You are worthy of living the life that you love Whatever that dream, however big it looks for you, you are worthy of having it all. And when you decide, to start living by these rules and others, it will completely transform the world around you. I can guarantee you that it does. I'm gonna leave you with that. You, my friends, every single one of you are worthy of living the life of your dreams. I love you. I appreciate you. We'll come at you again next week. Please leave a rating, leave a review, share this up with somebody who needs to hear it. And as always, we'll come back again live next week. Peace.